You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Uh, come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Morning Coffee with your shooters, your motivator, Jazzy G. Here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. And today, beloved, is Freestyle Friday. That's right, it's Freestyle Friday. Get up, get out, do what you gotta do. Start off this weekend shenanigans. And have, have some fun this weekend. And the person by my side that's always starting some weekend shenanigans, she does it every day of the week. But it's all good, you know what I'm saying? It's the funny bone lady, the one, the only, the incomparable show star. Twinkle, twinkle, it's Cheryl Star. What up, star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it is Freestyle Friday. And y'all know how I do soul motivators on Friday. I might just bust some bars or say a little comedy for you. You never know what you're going to get from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> never know, never know. You know what I'm saying? Hey, in the third piece of our March squad, our three the hard way. Hey, we can't get things done without this man. That's right. He's the percolator, the smooth operator. That's right. He's the king of the mashups. He's the one, the only, DJ Nelson. Got my What up, Nelson? What up, Jesse? Good morning, Nelson. You mashup king, you. We're going to have some fun today. Hey. <laughs> yes, Nelson, you got to put things in perspective today. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We're we in a brand new month and we're doing our thing. Weekend's about to start. We're going to have some fun. We have a really good guest today and everything like that. But before we get to our guest, okay, we're going to have we're going to get up, get into some housekeeping. I know you got some good housekeeping today, right, Star? Got some good housekeeping, certainly. All right. Yeah, so let's let's do that. So motivated, we're gonna get you up, get you out, and uh, get into some housekeeping. It's time to get to some housekeeping. Yo, Star, so what you got for housekeeping today? Well, I got some good news about Bronny James. So Bronny James, so motivated, as y'all know, he was hospitalized back in July after going into cardiac cardiac arrest during the summer workout, and he's actually now been cleared to resume basketball. So. Let's clap that up for LeBronny James is clear for basketball activities, which is good indeed, news. Indeed, indeed. Yes, good yes, news. clap it up for James. Yes. And remember when, when the incident first happened, you know, people were just speculating because actually LeBron never came out and said the details of what happened. So, of course, you know, it started going viral and people was just speculating like, oh, he may not be able to go in the league now. And, you know, he might have some medical condition that will, you know, alter his basketball, you know, return and stuff like that. Because, you know, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal's son had a heart condition as well. So, you know, all the speculation. So I'm happy to hear that because, you know, we do want to see. We want to see LeBron with his son. Do you want to see that, Jazzy? I I do. I do. It'd be like a a King King Griffey, a King Griffey Griffey? Jr. moment. Remember that? Right, right. Remember absolutely. that moment? And, and King yeah. Griffey Sr., he hit a home run, and then Junior hit two. 
We telling we telling our age soul motivators, but it's know, all good. Yeah, it's all I know. good. <laughs> but you know that is Indeed. that is good news. And then the other thing in housekeeping, you know, that I want to talk about is Ice Cube actually received a Basketball Hall of Fame named an award after Ice Cube, mm. um, and they basically is congratulating him for his start in the big three because you know the big three started back in 2017 and Mm -hmm. it's been going strong you know they had a dead the dead time like the pandemic like everybody else but the award is basically recognizing ice cube for the impact that you know that they're using um the big threes in the communities and stuff like that so whoever will receive this award they're going to give an award out every january every january to positive people who made an impact in their community using basketball so this is this is great this is great that the hall of fame is recognizing it because maybe the nba will you know will start having some collaborations with him at this point you know (laughs) all the players want that to happen all the players are speaking on that and it should happen you know saying the nba shouldn't be you know saying ran it they ugly head you know what i'm saying And, and again all the players are saying the same thing what, y'all got a problem with it because the black man started it? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, that's, right. Is that your problem? Prove that that's not the problem because you don't have no receipts or nothing else. You know what I'm saying? And it's fun to even watch. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Deb and I went to, went to a game before at, at the Barclays Center and everything like that in Brooklyn. So it is so much fun to watch it. it, it it's all that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, right. It's, it's, it's all that. So they... Ice Cube knew exactly what he was doing when he created this. And it's great to see somebody have a vision and put that vision together. You know what Absolutely. It's all good. Yeah, man. Let's, Absolutely. Let's big, up, let's, let's big up Ice Cube right here. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, let's do get, that. Let's big him up. You know what yes. yeah, Congratulations on that. Indeed. Indeed. And the last thing, Jazzy G, you know I love to give shout out to matrimony and people who show they love. I want to give... So it's been... 24 years is the anniversary of um, Viola Davis and her husband Julius Tenton. They've been married for 24 years and they're celebrating their wedding anniversary. So, congratulations on that. We are Black Love. We always give a shout out to the long lasting, you know, because 24 years is a long time today. It wasn't a long time back when our parents. We're married, but with us, <laughs> I think it was a long time with our parents too. I, I, I don't care nobody. But, but we didn't feel it. it. We be. didn't feel I've it. I've been married. Know? I was married for thirty years, and it, it, it it's nowhere in the world, <laughs> nowhere in the world, uh, anybody's been married. You know, saying it past twenty five years is not a long time. I don't care what what you know century or whatever. I think it's a long time. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, <laughs> because, uh, you know, I remember Chris Rock made a joke and, you know, he said Nelson Mandela stayed in, in prison so many years. And then when he came home, he got married. <laughs> he got divorced, actually. <laughs> so he's like he could take a prison sentence for years, but couldn't take marriage. <laughs> they came home and got divorced, got divorced. <laughs> you know the real story behind it, though, right? <laughs> You know, Winnie had a side piece already. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what that was about. Yeah, yeah. Winnie, yes, Winnie had another man ten years prior to him getting out. So that's what that was about. <laughs> yeah. So it was the whole thing was that she was by her side because she was by her side, but she did have a side piece. You know what I'm saying for a good bit. You know what I'm saying. Oh, so, well, she was by her so, side with another side because she had <laughs> right, two sides, right. like master. So, she had mac and cheese out, and collard greens. 
Right. So when it came out, they couldn't they couldn't make it. You know, what I'm saying? they had to make it. You know, what I'm saying make it proper, make it right. You know, what I'm saying right, right. So it's, yeah, that's that's. that's but that's, that's all I got right now. So motivators for housekeeping. You know, we always represent Black Love up in up in uh, the morning coffee. But I want to get to our special guest, uh, Jazzy G. Yes, yes, let's do that. I let's mean, that. we're talking about. We're talking about an actor, writer, director, Alfred Woodley. What can, I, what can I say about this man? He has a long, respected resume. Over the years, Alfred has appeared in major motion pictures such as Street Dreams, Driving While Black, and one of my favorites in particular, Smoking Aces, with Andy Garcia and our New York native Alicia Keys. Now, this yes. film grossed about $57 million worldwide. Let's clap that up. In the world of television, in the world of television, he's appeared on several television shows such as Greg's, Greg's Anatomy, 911 with Angela Bassett, our girl, and then a hit show, hit HBO series starring Issa Rae, Insecure. Now, from ABC to HBO, the Disney Channel, Lifetime Channel, BET, you name it. His latest achievement has described this wild range of talent. He wrote, produced this new sitcom on Tubi called The Old Clan. And he's here to talk about that. Tell us all about the world of acting. So motivators, I want y'all to give a morning coffee. Welcome to Alfred Woodley. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Alfred, how you doing, brother? Oh, still tired. We got you up at 5 a.m. <laughs> twinkle, yeah. twinkle. Yeah, yeah, we got the West Coast is 5 a.m. and the West right. Coast and East Coast is 8 a.m. So, mm -hmm. yeah. How's that L.A. weather? Uh, it's uh, it's all right. It's all right. You know, we we stay about mm, about seventy degrees at this time of the year. I'm jealous. Mm, don't be. <laughs> we cold right now. We cold out here in New York. Oh, I'll, City. I'll, I'll send some uh, sunshine that way. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's all good though, brother. Y'all talking about <laughs> hearts and love first thing in the morning? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yes, twenty four years for Viola. That that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, that's nowadays, awesome for yeah, Hollywood, man, right? After, hey, I, I'm for you in Hollywood, so yeah. is, is that long? That's long for Hollywood, right? That's long for any wood. <laughs> that's what I say. That's, that's what I say, Alfred. Twenty, Boys, 20, 20 years. That's 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 a long time, and it's and it's a uh, it's an obvious achievement. Uh, you know, yes, you know. Yes. And, yes. I mean, I heard you said it. You were married for thirty years, and I, I can only yeah. I can only clap for that. I mean, truly. Um, it, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I lost my wife two years ago to minister breast cancer. Oh, so I'm I mean, sorry. If she was here today. We we would be married 32 years. You know what I'm saying? So, and we were together, you know, 35 years. So again, right. I would, I, I wasn't going nowhere. She wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I, I told her, I said, I said, if you leave me, I'm going with you. <laughs> so, I wasn't, I wasn't letting her divorce me. That was, right, right. That was not going to happen. Right. You know what I'm That's so, awesome. Hey. <laughs> Nowadays, it's so, it's it's a good. Well, hey, listen, you know, staying staying with somebody for twenty four minutes is, is is a long time nowadays. <laughs> and I tell you, man, it's a different Word. it's That's a different beast saying. for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, I want to thank you guys for uh, yeah for the for the shout yeah, out. We want to thank the, you for coming uh, on the morning show. coffee. Yeah. Oh, it was an absolute yes, pleasure. Yes, yes, getting you. up early in the morning. I know. I know. Getting up early in the morning with us. No. Well, hey. Yes. You know, yes. I've known yes. Cheryl. I've known Cheryl a long time. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Cheryl. Because what, what it is that Cheryl, mother. 
Right. One of the things that Cheryl didn't mention, Soul Motive, is, is that, you know what I'm saying, Alfred actually is a Harlemite, just like oh, Cheryl yes. and myself. So, yeah. Yeah, we so was going to we was gonna get to that. that. We was going to get to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Go, I'll let you get to it. <laughs> okay, it's all good. Yeah, so what, one of the questions I, I want to I want to talk about that because your 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 early humble beginnings started in Harlem, like Joe mm-hmm. and I, and everything like that, and and that you know saying, yes. and growing up in Harlem, you know, you attended uh, attended uh, Roberto Clemente School of the Art, you know, saying That's so. Correct. Um, how did how did that you know early experience you know uh, in in vocal music and drama? How did that really? shape your approach to act. Oh man, th- that was that was the thing for me. Um, I was in uh, Mr. Carr's and, and anybody out there who, who remember IS-195 back in those days uh, certainly remember Mr. Carr. Um, yes, indeed. Yeah, he um, he was a, a, a really great teacher. Alright? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, he um, it wasn't just about singing uh right it wasn't just about vocal music i mean it was the right. preparation for for broadway uh, right it was professionalism yeah. yes yes and he was preparing right. us uh you know to do broadway um broadway theater um right, bro- right. i should say broadway musical theater right because that's what we were doing musical theater and we used to travel in those days. Uh, we used to travel from school to school in different districts of the Board of Education. They don't do that much right. anymore, but um, mm-hmm. but we did that, and it was uh, it was a it was a wonderful thing. Uh, you know, looking back, I'm so glad I had that experience. You know, right? So right. yeah, 195. And then you know, we also had another guy, Cheryl. I'm sure you you've spoken about Teddy Riley. Teddy was in the uh, uh, instrumental, instrumental music. Right, and, right. You know, right. And so, and we used to yeah. jam. We we used to jam together. You know? Oh man, I told I talked about that. You know, so motivated. Yes, John hear me yes. talk about. You know, I was in vocal music as well, but you know, I'm a little younger than yeah. my brother you're, here. You're, you're but, a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> but the tradition of the preparation was still the same when I got there in vocal music. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I make a little joke because I was telling Jazzy G. You know, remember the, remember they had dance dance um sub school as well. Yeah. So I told Jazzy G I had to toss the coin because I couldn't really dance, but all my friends was going to dance, and I had to think about. It. I was like, nah, I better go to vocal music and sing because you know I love singing, but <laughs> but I couldn't get in the, I couldn't get in that dance class, well, <laughs> not with my two feet. I hear that, I hear that. But you know, like I said, you know those those days, um, w- w- you know it was great preparation, and then you know yes. I um right. I took that. Because I wanted to play professional baseball, you know. Okay. And you know, after I got out of junior high school, uh, I went to uh, play. I went to play baseball. Uh, I went to a high school that right. had a, a great baseball uh, program. Originally, right. I was supposed to go to music and art, but because okay. they had no sports teams at all. Right. Right. I went to Stevenson yeah. High School in the Bronx. Okay. And I and I played on the baseball. Yeah, I was team. accepted to music and art music and art also, oh. which now is called campus. And I was accepted there and I didn't go because they they took the the the, the students from music and art they transferred them to performing art. Performing art. Yeah, that's right. They merged them together mm-hmm. and it became um 
what what is it called now? Um, I thought it was performing arts. They built the big. Is um, it performing arts? Yeah. yeah, I think it's. Did they change the name from performing arts? I think it's still performing arts. No, yeah, performing but it, it, it's named after one of the mayors. It's named after the one of the mayors. One of the oh, Fiorello. New York. Fiorello. Is it Fiorello? Right. Laguardia. Right. So, right, it, it, right there. Yeah, Laguardia. Right. So, right next to Martin Luther King High School in Brandeis. That's right. So. Mm-hmm. So they were building it, but so they wanted to, they put all the students from music and art into performance art down at um, 46th Street well. they made the movie Fame. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember they made the movie Fame, right? Mm, that's right. So I didn't want to travel. I didn't want to travel. <laughs> so I said, no, I don't want to go there. So I ended up going to Benjamin Franklin. Again, they didn't have a basketball, they didn't have the basketball program that I wanted in music and art. So I ended up going to Franklin because I want to be a part of that basketball program. You know oh, what I'm good. saying? But yeah. I, I, I kind of regret not going there too, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I think yeah. it would have been better. And my mother kept trying to tell me it would be better for me. It would be better for me. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to travel no more. I want to get on the train. No good. I was being a brat. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's all it was. But you know what I'm saying? It's all good. But <laughs> I, I want to ask you, though, Alfred, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Sure. Being that you know from Stevenson, Stevenson High School, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you, you know, You've been in motion, like major motion pictures, you know what I'm saying, like smoking aces and, and and stuff like that. Now, how, now, share with, with, with our soul motivated, like, um, your journey, you know what I'm saying, that acting journey from, from the time from high school, you know what I'm saying, to going to the big screen, like, they take us through that. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. I'll, I'll give you the condensed version. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Cool. So, um, I, you know, I did a lot of church stuff, right? Uh, music, mm-hmm. uh, drama, all that. I did that in church. Um, right. And then, you know, like I said, I wanted to play baseball. And that was my my biggest thing. I ended up going to, um, to uh, John Jay. And they had right. a pretty decent baseball program. But, you know, it, it was John Jay, you know, and it was mostly for law. And so uh, I went from all of those wonderful things that I wanted to do to law enforcement. And so I worked uh, with the New York City Department of Correction for 10 years and uh, at Rikers Island. And so um, uh, I did that for about 10 years. And then uh, I knew at that point it was time to leave and, you know, and to follow my dreams. Finally, just do it. No more, no more, you know, do it while you're still young. Right. And so um, I went to Atlanta, Georgia uh, first, my first stop. Uh, When I got to Atlanta, I uh, ended up doing a play. Well, I I was doing radio first. Did radio at V103 with a guy named Rick Party. Um, Okay. And then uh, left Atlanta after two and a half years came to Los Angeles and um, hit the ground running got my SAG card and everything in Atlanta Um, got here and about two and a half weeks uh, uh, of being here um, I landed a a little crazy role on on, uh, this show called uh, Live from LA which was on BET uh, and it was hosted okay. by Michael Collier, and it was right. oh, I remember that. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. And it was a it was a comedy, you know, it was like a comedy show. It came on Friday nights, came on the weekends, right? And uh, right. I did a lot of um, uh, sketch comedy, 
So yeah, so that's 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 how that happened. So then from there, I started doing, started auditioning for uh, TV and film, and I do a lot of voiceovers, um, and it's, it's been wonderful. I, you know, so yeah. But so after, the, let me ask. Yes, having worked in the films and you know driving while black and shows like Greg's Anatomy. What role or project Grey's do you feel? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, Grey's so Anatomy. What role uh, or project do you feel uh, was the turning point in your career? The turning point. <laughs> um. I well, I love TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm backwards. Like most people want film. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I'm a TV. I want that TV money. I, I like TV. Yeah. Um, right. And it's different now. It's it's very different. It's the wild wild west uh, in the entertainment industry. So if you if you go to places like Tubi and Crackle and all those those other places, you know it's a great place for um, for new filmmakers to uh, get their stuff up on. You know. Right. And um, yeah. it, you know yeah. it's it's not like that. It wasn't like that when I was coming up. You know. Uh, you think you just waited your turn, but uh, but now you can just sort of kind of put it up out there. But what the turning point for me was, I would have to say, um, just wanting to be uh, a series regular um, on a show, and um, you know, I, I I don't know. It's a tough tough question for me. Uh, the turning point. Um, I, I'm still at that point. <laughs> I'm still turning. Well, okay. oh, that's okay. That's okay. You know, you're still turning. You're still yeah. turning those points. That, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's a good answer. So, you know, I mean, it's been it's been yeah. good, and it's and it's you know, look. Unfortunately, we dealt with this strike, and um, right. you know, and I'm so glad that it's over now. Uh, I hope Absolutely. it's over. Right. Um, I say that be, only because we still have to to vote. Uh, right. To so have to you know ratify. Right. The that's correct. And so, um, yeah. So it's it's um, it's it's still great. It's still a wonderful. I still I'm still in love with what I do. I'm not in I'm in, I'm not in this for fame and fortune. Um, right. I, I do it because I love it. Right. And the truth of the matter is, and I shouldn't say this uh, publicly, but I'm going to say it. I would do it for free, but since they paying. Cool. <laughs> right, right. So it's it's just having the love for um Right, absolutely. For the arts. And we yeah. all have, you know, because Jazzy and I have, you know, Jazzy's been in the music industry. We all have done something we love for free because yeah, we indeed. love the art of That's it. Right. And and the money will come, the reward will come. Cause like I said, exactly. you have an impeccable resume. And you know, I'm happy you're getting paid for it because you know, uh, you are one of the people that inspired me, you know, to get into acting. And, you know, I I started a little later in it, but I just I just remember your story. And I remember when you left to go to Hollywood. And I remember one day just sitting in my living room and a commercial came on and you was in it. And I was like, oh, so that's Alfred, you know, but it was a it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful moment to see because. You know, when somebody goes and follow their dream and just move across the country, you never know what the uh, the after effect of that's going to be. So that's an admirable thing. And to see you in certain, you know, I saw you in Lifetime movies. I saw you on Instagram. I saw you in all of these places. Mm-hmm. It's just a proud moment, but it's actually 
a, a moment of like clarity like you can do this and you know, it's inspiration yeah. to other people yeah. see you yeah. you know yeah and, and, to, and to you know any pe- any person out there listening uh, I'm gonna say this if you want to do a thing whatever that thing is and you have this this nagging voice in you that's that's telling you ah you're too old ah you waited too long oh you should have did this when you were in your 20s you should have did this earlier (laughs) put that voice to rest because as long as you're alive and breathing you have an opportunity the opportunity is there it might be tough tough but it's there for you right and i just want to encourage folks to go after their dreams whatever they may be go after it yeah. don't talk yeah. about it be about it be about don't, it exactly. don't talk to yeah. your friends about it oh I'm gonna do the, uh, mm-hmm. don't that's what I never did I never talked to my friends about what I was right. gonna do I just did it right that's that's a great that's a great model to follow because the naysayers you know what I'm saying the naysayers are gonna come with the as they say the, the naysayers naysayers the naysayers <laughs> They both gonna come at oh, you. Of course, so it's best to follow your follow your dream, follow your passion. And the, and the thing is, when you follow your passion, money follows passion. So you know the money is gonna come eventually if you're consistent about it. The money will come. So just like right. you know your consistency, and, and Cheryl saw you on commercials and shows, and like, oh wow, this Alfred. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of cool. Like I I just want to know Alfred. Like yes. you know what I'm saying. What was it like? They say they working with with people like Andy Garcia and Alicia huh. Keys and Angela Bassett and people like that. And, and and how did that like influence you? You know, with your acting style, producing and, and, and things of that nature. Well, to be honest with you, um, for Andy Garcia, I, I you know, of course, I was thrilled to death. I mean, it was right. you know, I couldn't stop beaming. I mean, you know. And, right, and we right. would talk and laugh. He was a very personable guy. And 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 come on, come on, you come sit, come sit at my table with me. That kind of guy. Um, right. I'm a pretty personable guy. Uh, and so you know, I I'm I'm always usually the guy that's uh, you know, it's just you have to be affable and you just have to uh, um, have an open um, spirit to right. receive people, and they they in turn will see your spirit, and they can't help but to like you. Right. So it was right. great. It right. was it was a right. wonderful, wonderful uh, experience working with Andy Garcia. And um, but before I ever worked with Andy Garcia, uh, there was a lady. Uh, oh geez, oh god, I can't call her name. All of a sudden, I can't call her name. But she was married to, <laughs> she was married to uh, the, the the brother that played on the Rookies. Remember, he was Terry Webster, uh, George Stanford Brown. I'm sorry, right. George yeah. Yeah. Sanford Brown. Right. She was married right. to him. Uh, uh, her name's right. on the tip of my tongue, but they right. were married. Uh, but oh, from, from Katney and Lacey. That's right, um, her. That, uh, uh, yeah, from Katney and Lacey. Uh, uh, I can't uh, think of it. Hey, we both haven't seen your moment here, Alfred. Don't yeah, even worry about don't, it. Don't say senior. Don't say senior. Don't say senior. <laughs> it's it's yeah. an early morning it's, moment. It's in your head, not your heart. It's an early morning <laughs> moment. I'll I take that exactly. one back. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sipping my coffee, so. Yeah. Yeah, so. Exactly. Um, uh, it'll come to me. Um, uh, yeah, she she. I worked with her. Uh, Tyne Daly, Tyne Daly, Tyne Daly, Tyne Daly, exactly. Ding 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 ding. Yeah, I worked with her, and working with her was such. I was I was blown away just working with her. Okay, right. And I worked with her long before I, I met um, um, Andy, Andy Garcia. Garcia. 
right. and it was it was uh it was awesome it was very awesome and she, you know again you know when you work with people that you've seen on on tv and film right. all the many years before you got there i mean it's just a humble a humbleness you know, right that, yeah you yeah. know so that yeah that's so cool that is so cool yeah it's so Pretty cool. So I know, I know, Star. I know you got more questions. But well, um, you know, I just want to ask also, yeah. just going from, um, you know, ABC, HBO, you know, playing on several networks, BT, mm-hmm. the Lifetime Channel. How do you adapt your performances to fit the distinct style of each network? Is there something that each network uh, is 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 known for that you would do based on the audience? Okay, I'm glad you asked that question. Because this is for all the actors out there that are just starting, and they would they would want to know that. Here's mm-hmm. here's the answer to that. Acting is acting, mm-hmm. and right. a, you you don't act according to the network. You act according to the role. Your role, right? Your right. character. Okay. okay. And yeah. you know, but but the thing that you should know is the style of the show right so there are some shows uh when you give your line um your line should be like that right it should be fast it should be um not it shouldn't it shouldn't sound fast but no none of that it shouldn't sound that way but it but you gotta deliver you know right now some shows that allow you to think about it uh, think about what you about to, you know what your character is about to say, but for the for the sake of time, there are some shows, uh, not even time, just for the sake of the style of the show. Right. Um, you just have to be on it, you know. So every show is different. Okay. So that's you know? a great answer, and that makes total sense. Now, as the writer and producer of the Old Clan, your mm-hmm. new sitcom, what inspired you to create the sitcom? And then, what aspects of your own experience did you br- do you bring to the show? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I read an. I'll start here. I read an article um, in. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the name of the uh, magazine, but I read an article where these Caucasian people were all talking about their children going off to college and coming home differently. Right. Hmm. And, you know, it's, it, you know, if you're not reading into anything, you, you'll just say, oh, yeah, they're just growing up and they're getting more mature. And yeah, right. but right. that's not what they mean. Hmm. So I look, I, as I was reading it, I said, oh, man, this would be a great story. Right. right. You know, and so well, I put myself there. Now, there, there's other things, there's other little factors that you, you, you add into this thing. You know, I, I call myself the, in my world, my create, I'm the creative God of this world that I'm creating. Mm-hmm. Right. So as I'm creating, I'm throwing in all kinds of different things. There's no right or wrong. It's just right. your art. Right. So right. I throw in different things. Like, for example, I'll say, um, I want to, I want to merge I want to merge, let's say, um, what's his name? Uh, All in the Family with, um, you know, another show. Right. Right. And I want to give it that feel. So my character now (laughs) 
is of a Archie Bunker esque. Yes, yes, ding, yes. ding. I, yes. That was going to be my question outfit. I was, I was going to talk mm-hmm. about <laughs> yes. it because you are so Archie Bunker. Right, and we, Jazzy J, we were just talking about <laughs> old sitcoms and the yes. characters. Right, we, we, had, yes. we talked about that not too long ago. And so yes. yeah, he's he's like a black Archie Bunker, and right? He, black right. Archie Bunker, yes, right. he is. <laughs> and so he, yes, he, he you is. know. He, he doesn't take well to the 21st century. And, you know, and being a guy who once who was a former athlete, he was the same way with, with a lot of the players that he played with as well. Mm-hmm. But at home with his family, he's expecting a certain a certain rhythm in his home. Mm-hmm. And right. for you to be acting different from his expectation, from how he was raised. You know, I'll tell you something. Men of a certain generation, um, would not put up with this these types of shenanigans today. So right, I'm talking right, about right. my father, right? And, yes. and my yes. my father and my grandfather would not yeah. put up with these kinds of shenanigans today. Right? Exactly. If they exactly. saw their grandson acting, let's say effeminate, they say, "Give him to me for a week." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll straighten him out. He'll be all right. Right? And all the whining and stuff like that. Oh, oh man. Listen, you know. Oh man, we yeah, talked yeah, about that. Yeah, talked about that. You know, so you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of little um, uh, spices that you throw into your 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 project project product, right? right. Yeah. And um, yeah. and you want it to come across. I mean, the idea that you guys were able to pick up that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know yeah, that Archie Bunker thing right away. Yeah. yeah. Because you know that's one of his uh, Mount Rushmore. So yes, it, yes, I knew yes, he was going you know, yes, when we were, yes. wa- so we watched it on separate occasions and that's the thing about me and Jazzy G, we always talking about something and I was watching it and that's then, good. you know, he watched it, but we both, we both was on the same page with, Hey, and that's yes. what makes it, you, you know, it makes it funny and unique because you bring in a twist to it. You know, you bring in exactly. a creative style that's to what- it. That's what was great. I was watching it. I was like, I was getting the all in the family feel to it and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, well, he got a little Archie Bunker to him and everything like that. And then the, they bringing it to, to 21st century and then the daughter off the college is coming back. It was like, yo, and then, and then she's different and then she's, you know what I'm saying? So now she's coming out. I was like, yo, this is so great. And then you, then your character was like, yo, I ain't with this really. And then, and then the, the, your wife character is like, okay, your father come around. Right, right. So you less understanding. The mother's more understanding because women are more nurturing. And it was, it was, it was one of those things. So it, it just, it just felt like you know, it just felt I can relate. You know what I'm right, saying? Because right. I, I know me, I know my father. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm way more open minded than what my father would have been. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure. Way, way, way open minded. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a whole it's a different it's a different era, it's a different world. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I mean it, I can relate to it and that it is. Like the punchlines <laughs> to it. You know what I mean? It was like right, it was like right on time and, and everything. Even even dealing with your mother in law character and <laughs> and, and and your wife's best friend um, going out with you. the doctor that's the mother-in-law's gynecologist <laughs> and she's flirting with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Then the best friend feeling some type of way. I was like, yo, this, right. this is good. I like this. I like, this is well written, well Thank put you. together. And, I like, yes. and they really acting. You guys are really acting. That's like, this is a good show. I, I, I truly enjoy it. Well, I appreciate that very much. Um, I, I want to say also to 
those folks out there who are uh, uh, actors and actresses out there don't get caught acting right never get caught acting hmm. right, exactly. great advice exactly. Alfred great advice. that is that is so great advice now, that's because, a jewel because yes it is that's a jewel because again I'm, I'm gonna clap that up we're gonna clap that up we're gonna clap that up okay because what I was trying to exp- uh, explain too is that it draw you in you got what I'm saying and when it's good acting the good right. acting always draw you in you don't you're not looking at them acting you know what I'm saying so you never like right. critiquing the acting because you all drawn into the character it's like oh wow that's a character this his character is that okay you know what I'm saying and, I, and, and again I think I think who's gonna really make this show kind of like give you that it's always that character that give you that twist the mother-in-law mm-hmm. I think the, the mother-in-law that, gonna that be mother-in-law. that character that's, yeah. that's that mother-in-law yeah, she's yeah. played uh, is played by Patrice Belcher, and right, you've yeah. seen Patrice on every uh, um, Patricia right, Belcher. Exactly. Right, you right, see yeah. her on everybody's show. I mean, she she yeah. is, and she's like that yeah. in real life. Very very funny lady, very funny, yeah. and uh, so and a sweetheart uh, at that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So so mm-hmm. what inspired you to actually create you know a sitcom like like uh, Old Clan? Like what 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 you know? What, I'm always I'm always getting. It? Well, I'll tell. Well, I'm always um, uh, okay. Let me let me say this before I say that. Uh, this is um, uh, I'm a I'm a man who's o- always 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 playing serious roles, right? For the most right. part, right? You play FBI. I play. Uh, right. Yeah, I'm always right. a guy in a in a in an authoritative uh, right a character. Right. So. I want people to see another side of right. of what I can do, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not about yeah. being funny, but it's about telling a story that is the reality of many of our neighbors, yes, our friends, people you don't even know. When you're on the Long Island Railroad and you're passing another train and those thousands of souls that are headed towards Long Island and you're heading towards Manhattan, Right. Mm-hmm. There's somebody going through exactly what we're watching. Right. Absolutely. So, you know, that's how that's that's just how life intersects. You know, it, it, we don't think that's about it, but that's just what that's it is. That's so true. That is you know? so true. But um, yeah. um, also, I wanted to tell a story that talks about the time that we live in. So, uh, Nina Simone said it best. She said that as artists, we must show the times that we live in. In music, in in theater, in in, in all of the arts, mm. you have to indicate the time that you are in. Right. And right. Nina Simone said it best. You know. Well, and so. So. Yeah. And you know what I like what you said, Alfred, because as an aspiring actress, you know, I'm, I'm taking my classes. What you just said was so so important about never get caught acting. I think I've never heard anyone that's acting say that which that makes total sense to me like it just went off it spoke volumes to me just now because we have to and a lot of actors are good at doing that bringing their 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 personality their character to a role where you totally get the role is who who that person you know not everybody's clever enough to do that you know because once we see and jazzy you know when we watch movies or we watch 
when when you can tell that somebody's acting, your interest is not as enthused about it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Your mind wanders. Exactly. You know, you want and you, you want that person. Right, you want that person to be the character, but but Alfred, exactly. I want to ask you, you know, mm-hmm. one inside stuff. Can you share some of the behind the scenes? Because you know, it looks like <laughs> from watching the show, this is where she I tried to get me in you trouble. You guys have fun. <laughs> no, I know y'all have that's fun. Hey, hey, Alfred, that's stars. She starts trouble, troublemaker. I'm a troublemaker. I'm a troublemaker. But no, I'm just imagining. You know, because the show, like we said, is 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 funnier, and the and the characters, everybody have their unique point of themselves in the character right and so i can imagine that there may be some behind the scenes like you know when y'all going through your roles is there any fun stuff or anything that you could share that that makes that like like you could get up and go to that show what makes it worthwhile well anything that you're doing uh, you, well <laughs> you want me to keep it real right okay <laughs> um the people you work with is everything the people you work with mm. is everything. Right. 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 Um, when you work with a good a good cast, when you work with a good director, when you work with a great production, all the things that are happening before you, before they they yell action is yeah. what counts. It what it's mm. what gives the people another jewel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's what gives the people. I'm not sending you a check, Alfred. I'm no, not that's okay. <laughs> all right, all right. But it, it's what gives the 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 actors um, that extra, mm, you know, yeah. to right. want to yeah. uh, be their very best selves or the be the best characters of the of you know of right. that show. Uh, right. It's fun. I look. Let me just say, being an actor is not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. There's a, I'm going to, I, this is where I, I, I pull the curtain a little bit. Right. Just let y'all look in a little bit. Right. Being an actor, being a professional actor mm-hmm. is not an easy thing. Here's what I mean. There are times when there are no jobs. Right. There's yeah. times when yeah. you have to uh, ask the question, did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. What's happening? Right. What's going on? This, this is that time when you're gonna call your agent and you're gonna say, "Hey, uh, you know, it's been a whole month. I haven't no right. auditions, nothing. I mean, what's right. going on?" Right. And they will, they will encourage you to just stand strong. Uh, but meantime, your rent is due. Your mortgage right. is due. Right. Your right. Yeah. everything is due. Due. Yeah. Right. And so thankfully, you know, um, every actor, most of us, mm-hmm. have something else that they can fall to when times are lean, like like during right. the uh, right. during the strike. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, there, there's no there's no income. There's no work. There's nothing right. happening. Right. So you right. so you you now have to go into other things. And you know what I had to do? I had to. Uh, and I, I hate to admit it, but I'll admit it. Uh, I had to uh, uh, go on uh, Basketball Wives, and and I was uh, uh, doing security for the production. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> and people calling me, Al, 
I just saw you on Basketball Watch. I said, I, don't, don't tell nobody you saw me on Basketball Watch. So um, I, I got to I got to know the, the ladies on the show really well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And to be quite honest with you, a bunch of lovely, lovely women. Right. Very, very, yeah. very wonderful ladies. Um, of course, you know everything that you see on TV is not and, real. Everything is right, not exactly. 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 So not you know, so reality, so reality TV. That, right, exactly. Well, it ain't no real reality, but it's it's <laughs> it's based in um, a lot of make believe and mm-hmm. um, right. You know. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and it's easy to shoot and it's easy to produce. Right. right. And I did. Right. I, and I learned some things by watching it. You know, yeah. unscripted TV. Right. You know, right. it ain't that un- it unscripted ain't that much though. Like how the cameras is on. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I they use different they cameras and everything. Scenarios. That's what they do. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. They create. That's what they do. They create scenarios, and uh, and people you sit back up. and they they sit back and they enjoy that. You know, if that's right. what you're into. And, and unfortunately, right. Right. I had to say, uh, uh, G. There's a lot of women that watch those shows. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against the know. women watching those shows. I don't know if you <laughs> remember this, Alfred, but yeah. you know, Alfred's sister and I, Jazzy G, we grew up uh, oh, yeah. really, really close friends. We were on MTV. Do you remember when Camilla was on MTV? It was me, I don't remember Camilla. that. Yeah, me, Camilla, and my cousin Joelle, we actually did uh, a show called Lip Service, and that was hosted oh. by Jay Moore, actor Jay Moore. And we won the contest. So we were judged by DJ Spinderella, uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, and um, another uh, a sports guy. So to make a long story short, we won the contest. And then we got approached by MTV because the show came on MTV that we did. It was called Lip Service. Hmm. You don't remember that show, Alfred? I, I don't, I, I yeah, don't remember like my sister. Yeah, it was like 1991, Yeah, me, Camilla, we, we were all on TV. Your mother, your mother probably, I don't know if y'all, because, you know, we had it on DVD. But, um, so and, when we what, what year was this? 91, 92. It's called Lip Service, hmm. and it was hosted by the actor Jay Moore. So we were approached by, and I, tell Jazzy, I told Jazzy G this story, we were approached by MTV because they were creating The Real World, which was the mm-hmm. first reality show. And right. they, you know, from from us playing rappers, you know, because we wanted to be a rap group, and from us doing that show, they approached us and they was like, "Oh my God, we're creating this show and we're looking for women, and we, you know, blah blah blah." And the cameras would have to follow you around. We're calling it reality TV, so we were oblivious to. We said we didn't want anybody following us around because they said they would come. <laughs> you bring the cameras in your house, bring the cameras in. Your, your work Whatever you do With your life mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we turned it down And then The real, the real world Aired that next year And um, you know They all had People on the show In one particular house So you know right. what, When we saw that We was like Oh we might have Did something like that If if they gave us Because you know Now they provide The locations And they, they go to dinner They go to restaurants So it's not like They film it in one location They go all over They even let the people oh, travel yeah. But yeah Me You know Ask your mom about it It was me Camilla And my um, cousin Judy And we was a group Called Business Before Pleasure Ooh. And I was the I was the business girl By the way Because you uh, know, oh, okay. they, they just like to have fun well, who, was, who was Before Pleasure? <laughs> the pleasure girls was the pleasure girls was Camilla and my cousin. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why I, I was in the front. About that. 
So, so now you know you're gonna you're gonna approach your sister about it now, even though it was like thirty years ago. <laughs> now you know. Yeah, yeah but that was got reality it, TV in the got beginning. A, got Camilla in trouble now. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny when you say when you say things uh, like 1991. Right. In, in my brain, it wasn't that long ago. Right. I still remember. The early, I remember the early nineties. I remember yeah. the late eighties. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it very well. As yes, if yes, it yes. were not yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, again, right. it wasn't that long ago. My That's son, you're aging gracefully. You're aging gracefully. They oh, say when you. when people age gracefully, time time doesn't take them. When you age and have a heart, like say so you're doing what you love, so right. you can have exactly. a clear memory of certain things because. Even though, like you said, we're not saying everything is easy, but since you love what you do, life is just, you know, you're just skating mm-hmm. through life. Life is not, you know, holding you down where, oh, right. I, don't, I, can't, I can't, I got so much on my mind, I can't remember what happened in 86. Only thing I know right. about 86 know. is the Mets won the championship. <laughs> and yeah, I won yeah, my yeah, bet yeah. from Chauncey. <laughs> yeah, 86 was, uh, yeah, I remember 86 very well. Look, I remember I remember the eighties, period. Right. Because right. my my kids were born then. So right. you know, my daughter was born in eighty five. My son was born in eighty nine. You know? And I remember both like well they were they were what we call significant events. So right. that happened and I remember it very, very well. I tell my son all the time, you know. Uh, watching you come into the world was something. We had just talked to him about that a couple of days ago. And uh, I said, I'll never forget it. You know, he came into the world with a long head. And uh, <laughs> he falls out laughing when I say it. And I asked the doctor, I said, hey, doc, what happened to my son's head? What, what? And the doctor started laughing and he started molding his head. Head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that the head stretched like that, you know, to go out of the, the, the womb. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I would just do some comedy on us if we wasn't looking for it. <laughs> hey, it's real though. <laughs> but you know, that, and you'll you'll find this to be, you know, the best comedy comes out of out of not just truth, but right. innocent truth. Right. You're just telling something, and and it just strikes your listener. Uh, a certain kind of way and they fall out laughing you know That's the, true, the right, reason why right. I loved uh, Richard Pryor so much is because he told his truth right right yeah. it, and it yeah. was it was like you know something that you couldn't imagine for your own life right <laughs> right exactly just, right you know and the exactly. reason why I love Dave Chappelle so much uh, is because he tells a truth that is so um uh, um it's so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's it's so intelligent. How he delivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. His comedy know? is brilliant. It's very brilliant. It, it is That's brilliant. Why they yeah. Come at him every time because it's too brilliant. It's really over their heads. That's why they went. Yeah, him. they wasn't it's not, ready. It's not because he's saying the wrong thing. Is that it's over their head? Yeah. And and the powers that be, they don't like that. They don't like anything that's over their head because it, it sounds dangerous to them. Anything that they can't control because they have the my ball syndrome. Anything that 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 they can't control, they they, they want to you know saying crush. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So Dave has found he found the way he found a crack in they in their foundation where he stays 
relevant. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I have to say the same thing. Stuff. I have to yeah. say the same thing about Chris Rock too. Yes. You know, yeah. Chris Rock to me is one of our shining examples of, mm-hmm. of, of great comedy. Yeah. You know, and yeah. he came behind Eddie Murphy. Right. Uh, and Eddie Murphy, you know, at, in those days was his mentor and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, um, right. yeah. I, st- I still love Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I love yes. Eddie Murphy. I, I, st- I love Eddie Murphy for what he what he did for comedy in his time. Right. 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 But exactly. but, but Eddie, unfortunately, I, and I say unfortunately because I feel as an audience member, I don't get to see Eddie Murphy do the the funny stuff that he once did. Right. And yeah. and it's because yeah. he he um, in my opinion, I'll just say that once he started acting and doing blockbuster films, mm-hmm. he wasn't going back to no stand-up comedy. He wasn't doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It happened. And you it you happened. see Chris Chris Tucker. Chris right. Tucker. I mean, he still does stand up, but he's not to me. Don't y'all don't y'all but write no letters. He came back. He came back. <laughs> but I think well, he, yeah, it's not as funny as he was. Not used to it. He's a little he's a little a little less you know, uh, yeah, he's not daring. as sharp. He's not, not as right, and he's not as daring. Well, he doesn't have new material either. He, has, right. he doesn't have new material. He, he still has the same material, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not new material for a new audience. It's the same material for the same audience. And yeah. that's what I see in Chris Tucker. But it's all good. I mean, he he still has his funny, but it, he doesn't have the stand up. Right, he doesn't have the staying power he once had. He, yeah. Exactly. To me, exactly. to me. No, I think I think exactly. you're right. I think a lot of people uh, feel like that. I think everything that we just said, the Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, because uh, me and Jazzy G, we talk about that because of you know my interest in comedy. We always talk about like different people. What do we think of their their career and you know who who steps down and, and be political versus who say what they want, you know. It's a different, I, it's a different people, world out here. Yeah, it is. And people ask me, Al, who's your favorite comedian? So I tell them, and then they'll say, "Well, who's your least favorite?" And I'll tell them. Hmm. And so some people, so, <laughs> y'all try, y'all really try to get so a brother in trouble. Want to know? <laughs> okay. Want to know? <laughs> well, uh, I don't know if I should, but uh, no, you should. You should. Yes. Right here. Uh, it's the, the morning. morning. You ain't gonna yeah. look. You ain't gonna remember later. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> my least favorite, I would have to say, my least favorite um, is a couple of them. Is it's a few of them, and I'll, I'll give you four. Okay. No, I'll give you three. I'll give you three. Okay. They, they they were funny, but to me, I gotta say, to me, they're not funny no more. Is is Tracy not Morgan to in me. there? <laughs> so I would say <sighs> Kevin Hart. I don't think I never uh, thought he was funny. My sister doesn't like Kevin Hart. Okay. I, I never okay. thought Kevin Hart was funny. Yeah, Terry Terry's not interested in Kevin Hart. She no, I I, I no, I I've never uh I never got I just never thought he was funny. Um <laughs> but that's just me, okay? Right, Cuz right, he's right, funny right, to right. millions of other people. Right. Not right, just right. not to me. Okay. Right. Um Michael Epps. I, my gaps is not you know he used to be funny he's not, right right I put the both of them okay. in the same and y'all got y'all both get on that bus right there y'all sit right there <laughs> and, and they working together okay. you know they, they they working on something together actually oh like yeah, they are. yeah well yeah. I, I'll give you the third one and that's Cedric <laughs> yeah. the Entertainer 
I'm sorry. Wow. Cedric ain't funny. Wow. I thought you would say Tracy wow. Morgan, but yeah. no, but you know that's, nah. that's the beauty of comedy because every comic, wow. everybody <laughs> has a different comedian that you know because even though we you know I think we are all in agreement that Dave Chappelle is brilliant, but there's a lot of people that I debate because uh, they talk about oh Dave Chappelle is is boring because because he tells stories and he takes his time because he also is intelligent and he wants you to think about what he's saying. Before he gives yeah. you the kabang, you know, but a lot of people don't have patience in the comedy, and you know, Kevin right. Hart is the total opposite, where his comedy comes to you quick, 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 and yeah. and basically people are laughing more of his expressions, you know, like Richard Pryor and them with those facial expressions, their body movement. He has more of that than the actual joke. Nah. The, the way uh-uh. he the way he carries his body, you don't think he's funny with his body movement and things I, that he be. I the don't way think he's funny. Around? I'm sorry. He's just no, not okay, funny. No, no, now, I, Richard I Pryor. <laughs> Richard Pryor wasn't funny because of his his expressions. He wasn't known for that. He was known for what he said. Right, he was right, known right. for telling you a story. And he might go into he might go into Mudbone. You see, Bob, yeah. a long time ago, see? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I used exactly. to eat this snuff. See? Just put the yeah. snuff in my mouth and then I put it on my side here. And and then one day I got to pushing it out and just spit it out my mouth. A white man walked up to me and said, "Boy, what's that you just spit on on the ground?" He said, "Well, I'm 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 spitting out my snuff, sir." You know, and that's where his comedy came from. I thought, yeah, I know y'all thought there was a, a payoff. No payoff. I leave the comedy to the comedians. Right, but right. That's right. what it was. Now, Kevin Hart, now, on the other hand, mm-hmm. huh? okay. Go ahead. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, to me, is loud. He's yeah, he's loud. He's um, he's energetic. I, I will give him that, but his payoff is just not funny to me. Okay, to me, right, right. right. Mike Epps owes right. me money. Anybody see Mike Epps? <laughs> <laughs> he owes me money. I went to see him, and he got booed. And I'm like, yo, yo, what's this? You know. And then you know when you pan, you know it's you, you, you know you and your lady, whatever. You know you, you, you yeah. know that's money. Be like, I'm gonna need a double refund. Yeah, I need a refund. Mm. You know, and I've been looking for him for for some years. I, I ain't right. running into him yet. But so uh, motivated. I yes. want, I want, I want your opinion. Do you agree with Alfred or disagree with Alfred of those that most likely dislikely? Of the comedians that he disliked or like, I want y'all to hit us up. All right, info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Hit us up because we we want to get we want to get your opinion on that. Okay, so when we bring Alfred back on the show, you know what I'm saying, we can give him you know what I'm saying the roundup of who, who agrees and who disagree and the whole nine yards. But Alfred. Yes, we are sir. so appreciative of you being on the morning coffee today, man. Get up early in the morning and be up here with us and everything Thank like that. Like, do you have anything that you have coming up? Anything else that you want to promote? Anything that, you know what I'm saying? That, or, or are you going to be somewhere that, that people can check you out? You know what I'm saying? Um, let them know more about the old clan and how they can see it and everything on, on TV yeah. and everything like that. The floor is yours, my brother. Well, yeah. Um, we, we're about to go into production um, to bring some more of the old clan and um the old clan you if you haven't seen it you can go to tubi and just type in the O 
clan. Man. I have to say it like that because people yes. say, Oakland? I man, I'm from <laughs> Oakland, man. What you talking about? No. <laughs> the, the letter O, and the word clan. C-L-A-N. C-L-A-N. Family clan. Your family. Right. The Owens right. family. The O clan. Got to say it like that. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, got that going on. Um, I have something that that's happening right now that I can't talk about because I'm under an NDA, a non-disclosure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. Uh, okay. I can't talk about it right now. But um, okay. uh, as soon as that happens, I, I will certainly get in touch and uh, let you guys know what's going on. Great. Cool. Yes. Come yeah. on back. Come on back when it's yeah. ready to go. Come on back. Definitely. I appreciate that. Okay. And yes. you guys can Indeed. find me on uh, Instagram and follow me at Al Woodley. W-O-O-D-L-E-Y at A-L-W-O-O-D-L-E-Y and you can find me on TikTok at A-Train 2066 at A-Train 2066 on TikTok and that's it and people say you on TikTok? Yeah, yeah hey, somebody <laughs> told me I should be on TikTok that, hey, you, better be, you better be yeah. in entertainment you better be <laughs> yeah and one last thing guys one last thing um, and we're looking for funding right now. I, I'm, I have a, uh, a GoFundMe going on for the O Clan. Um, you know, it takes money to do these things, yes. especially when you are independent. Absolutely. And so I'm asking, right. I'm asking our community to reach out and help us get to the destination that we're trying to get to. Uh, I don't want to say the number because it might scare people. So, but when you go on, just go to um, GoFundMe and, you know, go GoFundMe.com and then type in the O-Clan TV series and, and, you know, drop a couple of hundred on us or, yep. or, okay. or drop okay. the whole, the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? I make you an executive <laughs> producer. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. It's a so great that's... show. So motivators. If you haven't watched it, catch it yes, on Tubi. It is a great show. You would Thank yes. you guys. be entertained. And you truly enjoyed. I truly enjoyed the show. I definitely enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? But I want to guys, thank man. I appreciate you. But for coming on the morning coffee, yes, man, entertaining. Yes. Up I, early. I was so yes. motivated. That's right, man. This is this is. And when you have something new, when that that new project that you can't speak about, when you can't speak about it, come on back on the morning coffee and talk about it again. All right, my brother. Will do. Okay, thank you so this, much, guys. All good. All right. No problem. All right. So motivated. DJ Nelson is itching for a scratch. So I want you to turn your boom boxes up. The DJ Nelson's about to go in on this freestyle Friday. All right. So Nelson, Yo. I want you to take him there, Nelson. Take him there. All right. Take him there. No problem. All right. So Nelson, Let's go. are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Now, son, let me show you what a dub is.
This is Alfred Woodley, star of the Oak Clan. And I'm jamming with the mashup king, DJ Nelson DeMaestro. Block party mix on the morning coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Sherry Stone. Trouble your brain, cause away goes trouble down the drain. Said away goes trouble down the drain. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop inside. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop this now.
when you pass my way I just feel so strange When I see your face Como tu te llama Como tu te llama Tell me what's your name Come on to te llama Come on to te llama
eins, zwei, eins, zwei, ein, 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 eins, Coffee with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G, featuring Cheryl Star here on Power Me Up Radio Talk 24-7, the station with heart on iHeart. Yo, Nelson, Yo. that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Going in is a sin, brother. Thank you. <laughs> Doing your thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Classics, man. Yes, yes. Thing, Classics. <laughs> Hollywood style at that. <laughs> Nelson the man, Freestyle Friday. You never know what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? So good, Nelson so good. Thing, Thank man. you. Thank you, my brother. Happy partying. You know, the thing with with Nelson is that on a Freestyle Friday star, right. wait, wait, yeah, you always ready to go out to party right right after his his mixes on Friday. And we still in the morning. And you, yeah, we still in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to get ready to go to the club? You forget, you be like, oh, wait, wait a minute. I know people like, yo, oh, that's right. I got to go to work. I got to go to the club. <laughs> Don't make that's that mistake, so motivators. Hey, Take Nelson, your butt to you work. To yeah, you be doing it to him like that, Nelson. You do, bro. It's all good, though. It's all good. Yo, but I'm I'm so appreciative uh, Alfred Willie coming on the morning coffee today, and so motivated. You gotta check out the the, the old clan on Tubi, and I know all y'all got Tubi. I mean, yes. who doesn't have a smart TV today? If you right. don't have a smart TV today, you're dumb. <laughs> That's right, T-U-B-I. Yeah, yeah, go on Tubi. Tubi's free, y'all. Don't play yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Great. Yeah, like, like you really can't play yourself with Tubi. Like, come yeah, on. you could. But anybody could watch is, it. Yeah. His show is a damn good show. And, and, and those out there that you think about, you want to invest in something like that, go see the show. And I'm telling you, you'll want to invest in it because it's just that good. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, and absolutely. You, you'll be wondering why a major network hasn't had it yet, but I think they probably pick it up anyway. It's that, it's that kind of good show. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. So we want to big up. You know what I'm saying? Alfred, once again, coming on the morning coffee this early Yes, morning. yes, indeed. Right. Yes, indeed. Yes. Indeed, indeed. Hey, Star. Yes. Let's let's get into your thoughts of wisdom right now, okay? Because I, I know, you know, wheels are turning and everything like that. I can see it in your eyes, the wheels are turning. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, <right? laughs> So, so motivators, grab your paper and your pen, because Cheryl Star's about to go in with today's it's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. When it's time for you to leave your footprints on life, what will your legacy look like? 
And what that means, Soul Motivators, is are we doing what we love? We talk about this all the time because, you know, Jazzy G, when you talk about the stats of 80% or 85% of people are going to jobs that they hate and not doing what they love. And, you know, that's a lot to do with while a lot of people have attitudes, especially in the city. You know, people, the hustle and bustle is getting to people and they are being nasty. Like I said, I had to make somebody laugh on the long line at Macy's because, you know, they worked all day and they probably worked at a job that they couldn't like, they didn't like. But not even just with work, but you could be frustrated in the relationship. You could be frustrated with your goals not getting done. But you have to do what you love in order for you to be proud of your legacy. And I want to say this one more time, so motivated, because y'all know how I like for y'all to marinate on it, you know, like a good lasagna that you leave in the oven until it's just right to take out. <laughs> when it's time for you to leave your footprints on life, what will your legacy look like? And I want y'all to think about that and work towards answering that, so motivators. Back to you, Jazzy G. Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook. <laughs> it's Friday, y'all. Got to put the G unit twist on it. <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom. You're welcome. Indeed, indeed. indeed. And, and that's the thing. I'm going to tell you what, what goes on in, in the human mind. You know, even though there are things that we desire to do, we always second guess ourselves. Right. And, right. and as I said earlier, it's the it's it's the naysayers and the they says. Right. You know what I'm saying? We worry about the naysayers and the they says. And right. They said this. Said, they said right. that. And the one thing <laughs> that Alfred said, he didn't he didn't ask his friends anything. He he did it first. That was so me. I would do things first and then I let everybody know, yeah, man, come on, get down with this or such and such and such. Or they see me do it. And I do it already. I, I, right. I don't ask for permission. And I think that should be the model of anytime you want to uh, recreate yourself. Right. Don't ask Absolutely. Permission. Don't ask permission to recreate yourself because all you're going to do is hurt yourself. Okay. Right, because all you're doing is that self doubt that's in the back of your mind, that self doubt that's 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 crawling up your spine. All you're doing is looking for a second opinion of that self doubt. Right, you know right. Don't, don't get a second opinion. Just don't. Right. Don't get a second opinion. Go with your first mind. Go with your gut, as they always say. You know and if you Just do, and if you do get a second opinion or a third opinion, if you do do that. You have to be strong enough and to, you know, because they may not think your your goals make sense to them. So, you know, there's people in our lives that we do get a second opinion from because of the support or the the, uh, you know, the push. Some people might tell you, you know, oh, I think you should go after it. So, you know who your supporters are. But it's right. a lot of times when, like you said, sometimes when you share your dreams with others, they're the ones who make that fear that you already have come alive even more. You know, you might already have fear and somebody will look, sometimes people are looking for that little push, even though they battle in the fear themselves. And, and that's the wrong thing to do because they can make you, uh, you know, quit the whole, the whole gig. So I, I'm just saying that Jazzy G because most of my life, my family has told me I need to be a comedian. Right. And you want one thing about that Alfred said that was so profound 
is that you have to do what you love and not look for it to be something you're getting paid for. Because right. once you do what you love, you'll master it and then the money is gonna come. You know, right. and I used to just make jokes because I was just liked I just loved humor. I was I always watched Honeymooners, Benny Hill. Those were my shows, right. you know? So right. when my family members, because of my responses in life or, you know, uh, things that I said Not knowing that people would make it Like oh they laughing I was just a smart ass in my opinion You know right. but when they say oh you need to be a comedian Or you're in the wrong profession You know that's when I started saying You know what Let me, You know because I make people laugh at work I make people laugh in the street I make people laugh right. in the store mm -hmm. So I said you right. know what let me try the comedy So what I did was I wrote some jokes and then I had a party and I invited everybody to the party, family members, friends, and the party right. had nothing to do with me doing comedy. But what comedy I did right. was I just did it as a part of the entertainment of the party. And right. I got a mixed opinion. Some people was like, right. you know, oh, my God, so you need to do stand up because what I did it in the form of stand up. So even though I was right. the host of my own party and I was on the mic, I was doing stand up right. <laughs> and I secretly yeah. snuck Catching that in. Yes, testing the waters, right. the waters. Mm -hmm. and I got a great response as far as you know, and I got good constructive criticism, you know. Right. And some people saw right through it. They was like, "Oh, was that your test drive comedy show?" <laughs> you know, because my father used to, you know, my father was a singer and he had his band and stuff, and we used right. to go to the yeah. show. And he asked me to host his shows a lot of times. So he's right. like, "Hey, baby, you want to come MC the show? You know, introduce the groups." Because he right. felt I was entertaining, and that's when I was, you know, doing my practice run of right. stand up. Bug. Yeah, you know, and, bug. you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> so, yeah. so I think when people do share it with people, you know, you still have to believe in yourself because you yeah. got to be willing to get the feedback in the in the right way. You have to right. be. Yeah, it, it's yeah, and that's exactly. I mean, because you know, most people, most people that that's very funny, humorous. I know they have heard a million times, hey, you should be a comedian, you should be a comedian. A lot of them don't go that route. Some of them think they, they can. And I think, right. I think because when people, it's, it's a t certain type of humor, it, it don't have to be a certain style, but I'm just saying that certain people come off a certain way. I remember mm -hmm. recording, you know what I'm saying, the comedian um, Capone, you know what I'm saying, when he was a rapper signed to, you know, Vintage right. Electra, and, and we were working on his album, and it was just so much fun and snaps and everything. And time and time again, I was like, man, you should be a comedian. You should be a comedian. You should be a comedian. And we say it. And we say it so naturally. Right. And, and you know, some people take it for real. And, and you know, he went from decapone to capone. You right. know what I mean? So, right. it, it, and he took it seriously and, and actually tested the waters. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's all good. And look at him today. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Same thing. When you said to me that you're doing stand-up now and everything like that, and I was like, okay. It, was, it wasn't it was even like no shock to me. It was like, okay, right. that, that that matches because, again, you come from this funny family. You and your siblings, all, all four of y'all are funny as hell. So it just was like, okay, it, it sounds cool. And, it, and you know, you had asked me, you was like, oh, you... Right. Uh, are you are you still managing Jazzy? Are you still this and that? You know, right. you, you ask, I may need some management and that. And that's that. I'm not in that realm. I'm in not of the machine right. anymore. Right. I'm not the, of the machine anymore. But because you know I was of the machine, you act right. of me and everything. And like you that. was an A and R, right. so you know exactly. you had exactly. you have good so, opinions. Right. Exactly. So 
exactly. So well, when you sent me, you know, saying you sent me the the, 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 the videos and everything that to check it out to get my opinion and everything, I was like, yo, this is really good. But I I didn't go into it with the expectations that oh, let's see how funny Cheryl is. Right, like, right, right. She comes, from, she comes from funny. So let me just see what is her style. That's Your what style. Everybody have a different yeah. style. I was just see what that's just, right. That's what I was looking to do. Okay, well, let's see what her style is because she comes from funny. How many times we've been in the studio and we had a ball of right. laughs. You yes, know what I'm absolutely. So, exactly. So that 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 part of it, it, it was just natural. So so sometimes when people have that natural to them, I, I constantly encourage people to go with their nature, go with right. what they love to do, go with it and, 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 and be consistent with it. It's going to be hard days. It's going to be dark days. It's going to be those kind of that, that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm proud of my daughter Gaia. You know what I'm saying? Gaia's a professional mm-hmm. dancer. She wanted to be a dancer from the time she was like the littlest thing. Right. You know I remember when she was like two years old and asking my, my girls all them what they wanted to do when they grow up. Right. And, and Gaia said, Superstar. You know what I'm saying? It was like <laughs> the, the dance school, because we had them in tap. We had them in like this tap school, or whatever, the dance school. You know what I'm saying? That was in the next town. In, in Uniondale, and it, and it was a little street, street front uh, type of a dance school, and they used to do the little tap thing. It was cute and everything. And then Gaia found she saw uh, uh, when she was in elementary school, she saw an ad for the, the dance school that they ended up going to, Glory Eve, and she kept bugging us about it. She would not let up. She, she wanted to go to this dance school. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? You know what I'm saying? That type of thing. So we, we finally we checked it out, and they had a summer school program. So we went over there and checked out their whole their whole thing, and and then we put them in the summer school program. They had a summer school intensive type of thing, and that was the start of it. And we became Glory E family from that day on. But it was Gaia that discovered it. You know what I'm saying? And she loves dancing. She's born to dance, and we always snap about it because when Deb was pregnant with her. We were still going to parties, and Deb was in parties. And I got pictures of Deb with the electric slide, with the big old belly, and everything like that. That's that's that guy in her belly. You know what I'm saying? That was a party right. girl. I, I was I married a party girl. And I, you know what I'm saying? It's it's so cliche. The party girl marrying the DJ. It's like it's cliche, but it's all good. But Gaia came out with rhythm. Gaia came out just wanted. You know what I'm saying? Love that dance thing, that that art thing. And she's relentless with it, and that's what I love about her. It's nice. Right. I, 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 she cries on my shoulder, you know what I'm saying? Because it's tough, but she still goes at it. Give it a man. She still goes at it, and that's what that's the part about her I'm proud of the most. Because if, even those dark nights, those things when she need a daddy hug, she get her daddy hug, and then she go right back out there and do her thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and be creative. And she's She's no joke. Every time I watch any kind of video, any kind of competition she's in, anything like that, man, it's almost bring me to tears sometimes. You know what I mean? And she does all the dab expressions when she dance, so that's another thing. And then she, you know, she looks like my mother. She does dab expressions when she dance, and all I can see is my mother and my wife when I see her dancing, and you know what I'm saying? So all my emotions be all involved and everything like that. But I am so proud of her that she doesn't give up. And she's excellent at it. You know what I'm saying? You you come across her stuff, you be like, yo, this girl can dance. You know what I'm saying? She she's she's no joke. And she is no joke. Right. And she take her craft seriously. 
Right. She teach, she that, you know what I'm saying? And she's not with an agency. You know how many agencies turned her down? Many mm-hmm. times she got turned down by agents and things like that. So she's right. not signed with an agency and anything like that. Right. But she still go with it. And right. it hurts her. It hurts her. You know what I'm saying? That these agents, and, and, and half of these agents, you know, half of them, half of them are, are racist and, and, and colorist and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They, they wouldn't admit it if you said to them in their face, but they know who they are. You know what I'm saying? They know who they are. They know they shouldn't be calling the shots for, for dads and things like that. Right. But they are. They're the powers that be because they know it's a, it's a money thing. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is to them. But the passion that she has, that mm-hmm. keeps me going. It keeps it keeps me going. And right. We both. Sometimes when we we both in our sadness because Deb is not here, we know we got to rely on each other. And that's right. What, that's right. what it comes to. But I like again. I am so proud of her that she stick, stays to she sticks to her guns for what she does. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you know I, I constantly you know try to encourage people do that. Stick to right. your guns. Stick to God. Give us all. All of us. Right. Gifts, talents, and abilities. Absolutely. All of us. Every single last one of us. Even even children. You ever notice even children that have mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They 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 artistic. They, they have something about them that they can do that no one else can do. Yes. Everybody has you know something. Yep. Right. No matter the situation you everybody in, to tap into it sometimes. You've like, been gifted, right? So yeah. all you have to do is tap into it and yeah. stop being afraid to tap into it. Okay. What it is, like I talk a lot about how people rely on hope. And I, I'm so sick of hope. I'm serious. <laughs> I am and I know that sounds weird, so motivated. I am so sick of hope. Hope is the is the bottom of our excellence. It's the it's the least part of our excellence. I know it, we've been sold on hope. I know our religion's been telling us hope. I know all the things. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand all that. But it's the bottom of our excellence. It's hope. You got to get to the faith portion of it now. You got to get to the abundance part of it. You got to get to the prosperity part of that. You know yeah. And so many people speak against prosperity because they're afraid of it. Because you, you ever notice when, because I hear, I hear the hope preachers battling the prosperity preachers. That's the thing that's going on in, in, in the Christian world. If y'all don't know about that, you got the hope preachers calling out the, the prosperity preachers. You know what I'm saying? And the prosperity preachers, you know what I'm saying, downing on the hope preachers. You know what I'm saying? Because one, again, prosperity preachers already know that hope is the lowest form. Why are you still on that? Get what I'm saying? Why are you still on something that's the lowest form? Let's raise the bar. But the thing is that a lot of prosperity preachers they always want to lace their pockets. They always want to tell you how great money is. Okay? And what it is is that the message get twisted. Mm-hmm. Because again, money is a slave, not a master. It's a slave. And it's an excellent slave and a horrible master. Right. But the message get twisted that we have to be a slave to money. You get what I'm saying? And that's why I treat you bad. You can't get over the hump. You're, you're, you have more month than you have money. You know what I'm saying? You can't uh, make ends meet. All those different sayings that, that go on. That happens in your life because you're still looking at money to be your master. And you want money to solve all your problems. 
But he only and they saw still haven't problems. tapped into their gifts and their talents. And they had right and because, you avoid um, that. Right. Well, For the said, life of me, I never, I never understood why people go to school, get a higher education, and study something that they gifts, talents, and ability has nothing. To nothing do. to do with right. And that's the and fear. That's that's that, the fear of not that believing that it would that. get done, or they would, you know, whatever they believe that they want to be or do. That fear is holding them back. So they're yeah. they're doing they're doing what it takes to get by, and we and we have yeah. to stop doing what it takes to get by because yeah. Listen to Alfred's story, his impeccable resume. I mean, he starred in, in tons of films, television roles. I mean, made appearances and and pretty much a lot of things, and he's still right. trying to get. Uh, the 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 big day, the big day. Yeah. But yeah. he's proud of his accomplishment, his accomplishment. and he went right. You know, and like you like be. you said, he walked away from a a, a good middle class job because right. he wanted to follow his dream. So yeah. that's what he said. A day and an actor is not easy. And any actor will tell you. I mean, I've talked to so many actors on the strike line. So many yes. actors And yes. you know Some of them make more money than others Some of them get roles And some of them Haven't had a role Even in the strike line They still out there And like Well I haven't worked in two years Now yeah. It's hard exactly. to get a role Because you got Everybody going for the same role same, That right, that exactly. you're auditioning for So same roles A thousand people Yeah Exactly <laughs> And so In order You know The admiration That I have for Alfred And, and actors And people That are going after their dreams is that even my brother Even my brother You know He had dreams Since since we were kids He was say, talking yeah. about He's going to get a studio About We all work jobs But yeah. he followed his dreams And every dream That he had He brought to life He brought to fruition yeah. Because he was consistent in it And so the reward That you know And I can imagine Because I'm at that part In my life now Like the reward That you get From doing what you love Is 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 Unexplainable it's understand because yes. it's what we feel inside. Like just being on a radio show, I love this. I love what I do. I love what exactly. I do. I love when I'm standing doing comedy. I love when I'm doing the acting class because I get a feeling inside about it, and and I love yeah. it. You know. Yeah. So hey, th things are gonna come when we start being consistent with what exactly. we love. Exactly. The blueprint is always going to be focused, consistency, and urgency. It's going to always be. That's the blueprint to success. No matter what success that you're looking to be into, it doesn't matter. Is that's the blueprint, and then you put everything else on that blueprint and build, start building your building block on that foundation. You know what I'm saying? Because because that is the blueprint, and and, and that's the thing. And, and for me, to see certain people that run away from what they great at right and, and because they, they they run into the the fear factor of what other people may say what other people may think or maybe i'm not good enough because we all have this you know what i'm saying this imposter syndrome that we have this fear you know what i'm saying that you know how can i be this and if if how can i tell people to do this if i'm if i'm doing this mm -hmm. you know what i mean that we we and i, I always tell a lot of people you know if you're the fifth grader the third grader is always going to look at you as a god. It's just, that's how right. it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, now the, the, the high schooler, you're just a fifth grader. But the third grader, you're a god. Right. Be that god <laughs> for that, that third grader. That's all. 
be that Rex. fifth grader and be the best fifth grader you can be and be that mentor for that third grader because that third grader ain't in the fifth grade you are you ever say that's what life is life is like that. Yes. there's no plateaus on life you know what I'm saying there's levels of getting to certain things things that you do may plateau but that life itself it just it just has to have it a plateau to it it's just not it you know what I'm saying? And people would die trying to reach a plateau. No. Die reaching your excellence. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Leave everything here. Leave it here. You can't take it with you. Leave it here. Leave your legacy here. A legacy is nothing more than leaving it all on the table. Yes. That's it. You know leave it here. Pass it on. Pass it down. You know what I'm saying? Memories is one thing. They'll forget about you if you a few weeks after your funeral but a legacy everyone would try to reach and reclaim it and and and, and redefine it you know right yeah we, we see people with legacies all the time we try to redefine their legacy you know what i'm saying right create your right. your legacy your family legacy you know what i'm saying what is your life ministry Find right what your life ministry is and go for it you know what i'm saying and that's just that's that religion that's not religion. You know what I'm saying? Religion will bind you. Because that's what it means. I'm talking your spirituality, that freedom. You know what I'm saying? If you want true freedom, and freedom costs. It does. Freedom costs. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And the key to freedom is truth. That's the key to freedom. It's truth. But truth hurts. You know what I'm saying? It's going to hurt. And we'll once you get through it. that hurt, oh man, it is so so wonderful. That's what I'm saying, and it's, it's you gotta it's get like through it. You gotta you know go through it in order to it, get through it. it. It's like that, and, and again, the relentless of, of, of being relentless. You, you get what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. always interested. I remember, I remember one time, <laughs> our accountant, because um, our accountant was always like, she was almost like a. A big sister to us. She's stealing us. <laughs> Me and Deb. And Deb was saying, uh, he's always into something. He's always doing something. He's always doing something. And our accountant said, leave him be. Just let him do his thing. Leave him be. <laughs> so I was like, like <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I am in this room, you know, like, <laughs> it's like I am sitting here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. But, again, she was right. Leave me be. Just let me be me. You know what I'm saying? So I, could, so I can be a better youth to you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happens to us. We so we so we allow people to steal our joy. Right. And when they steal our joy, we mad because we, you know what I'm saying? We left it, we left, you know what I'm saying? We left our joy un, unattended. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you shouldn't do that. Right. Keep it. Keep it. Just share it to, let me tell you something, man. I was just telling, I was just telling someone, we, you know what I'm saying? He had young, and I had young. And he had young. Then I young again. He young. You know, what I'm it was one of those things. So we're talking about what's contagious. You know, what I'm saying and, and right, is contagious. You know, what right. I'm saying? And, and we were talking about. So we we started talking about what's the what's the what's the number one contagious. You know, what I'm saying. So and you know you know it's yawning, right? You know yawning is, is yeah. I can I can see that. But yawning is people. Contagious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you know what number two is? No. What is it? Smile, smile, a smile is the second most contagious thing. A smile, you smile at people, 
most likely you're gonna smile back at you. Well, that's you know why that? I do it. Yep, to get them yeah, to smile. That's most yeah. likely. Yeah, mm-hmm. people most likely will smile back at you. If you smile at someone, most likely they will smile back at you. Number three is the common cold, though. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> number three is the common cold. <laughs> yeah, but number one is the yawn. Number two is the smile, and then number two is the common cold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But just something as simple as that, smiling at someone, it, it, it's contagious. But right. Again, you know what I'm saying? But putting yourself putting yourself in a position to to to, to share your joy, man. It, 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 you can make anything a joyous occasion. You know that you can make anything a joyous occasion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in the Louisiana, you know, in, in, in uh they call, you know, uh you know, in, in funerals in, in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying, they they start out doing you know the saying with the march and the, the sad music and then they turn it up. You know what I'm saying? They turn it up and they partying at this, you know what I'm saying? That's the repast because you can find joy at any occasion. Mm-hmm. That's a joyous occasion. You went on to, the, he or she went on to the afterlife for the other side and now we celebrate. You know what I'm saying? We celebrate their life on the earth and then now they're going on the other side. We're going to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? You can joy, any, any occasion can be a joyous occasion. I'm saying, but that's how that's how joy is. Joy is like that. Anything can, you know, what I'm saying you can say anything to your joy. Don't let someone steal it from you. Why do you think people want to steal joy? You know what I'm saying when they at the when they at their most vulnerable, disagreeable, they want to steal your joy because they need it. We all need joy, and you can't let someone steal it from you and take it from you. you Absolutely. You, yeah, you I got to. You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it in where you can share it. You know what I'm saying? You can't just you know what I'm saying, throw it out. You know what I'm saying? Throw it out there like a like a lifesaver, and then, and then the then the then the rope on the other end is broken. That doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't because you never want to reel that reel them in that way. You have to. You know what I'm saying? It's for me. I, I remember when when my oldest daughter Simone graduated from St. John University. I remember the the. The, how my father-in-law and my mother was on that day, okay, and and I, I have I took a picture of the three of them. You know what I'm saying? So, and the picture when you look at the picture, you know what I'm saying Simone in the middle, my father-in-law on one side, my mother on the other side. You can see the joy. The joy comes straight through the picture, through the photo, mm-hmm. straight through. I mean, it's pure joy and I remember when I took the picture I remember I said to myself I said that's what I want right there I'm looking at my mother and my father-in-law and Simone I said, that's what I want that kind of joy right there right. they have right. these two elderly people right there they grandchild you know what I'm saying they want that 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 joy and that's not their only grandchild but that that moment right there pure joy and that and and because it resonated, that's the share part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. It, it just res- and it resonated through through the lens of the camera that I took the picture. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what I want. I want that right there. That's joy. That's pure joy. And it's nothing wrong with it. Don't be afraid of it, soul motivated. Don't be afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of it. Go for it, y'all. Go for y'all. 
But but DJ Nelson, the maestro, he's giving us the wrap up sign. Wrap and, it uh, up, wrap yeah, it up. I, we we gonna say our, our affirmation, protection, prayer, take our deep breaths and all. But once again, I want to thank uh, Alfred Woodley for being on the show today on the morning coffee on his freestyle Friday and dropping so much gems on us. You know what I'm saying, star? He yes, drops so much gems. So motivated. What are you picking up where Alfred was putting down today? Yo. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I love it. I love it. I love this job here. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's why I big up Raven all the time for giving me the opportunity to do what I do right here. Doing what I love. My first time. Okay. Do what you <laughs> love, people, so yeah, you can yeah. love what you do. Do. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, I want y'all to hit us up and talk to us. Okay. All right. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. Hit us up, talk to us. So All right. So let's take our deep breaths so we can get our Freestyle Friday shenanigans and our weekend shenanigans going. All right. So breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all. Is well. It's Freestyle Friday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation. Protect your prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today. Maybe work, school, or play on this Freestyle Friday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. Is that a damn thing you can do about it? Hey, Star, yes, what kind yes. of weekend shenanigans you getting into? Today? I'm going to audition for the stripper role. Alfred inspired me. <laughs> follow your dreams, people. <laughs> so what? I can't dance. I just got to know how to swirl around the pole. That's all I got to learn how to do. <laughs> Shout out to oh, Alfred. You wild, girl. Mr. You wild. <laughs> you wild. I'm bringing around that pole. Yes, I am. You don't got to dance. <laughs> Just learn how to swirl, swirl. Oh, man. <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. Hey, so motivated. Me, Star, and Nelson, we're going to take two steps to the rear and get on out of here, y'all. Hey, y'all have a blessed, blessed weekend, all right? Tell us about your shenanigans, all right? <laughs> Morning coffee. We love you. Hey. <laughs>